Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Ortiz. This is Peter Perez. And this is our podcast for today. We don't have a name of the show, but that's okay. We're calling it the Business, Health, and Wellness and Miscellaneous Podcast for you folks out there. So we listening. might just need to like just make an acronym for that. Yeah. Um, what was it? Business what? <laughs> <laughs> the Business, Health, and Wellness. Health. BHW. Uh, and I want to say miscellaneous because we're going to have like different weird challenges, what's going on in the uh, world. But basically anything educational with business, anything educational with health and wellness, you'll be hearing on the show. And then miscellaneous meaning stuff about our personalities. Shit that's going on. Shit that's going on now. That's what's going to that's what's going to be. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about basically the different levels of business. Okay. Um, and we're going to be talking about some at-home workouts Peter's going to be having for you guys. I have a little bit of an interview question for Peter, and if we get into any miscellaneous stuff, we'll be talking about movies. We'll be having some draft picks if we can get into that today. But other than that, we're going to kick off the show today um, with basically businesses uh, and and what a business is. You hear the word so much. You hear entrepreneurship. Um, you hear the word entrepreneur, you hear, you can hear everything. And, and Peter, in today's, in today's world with YouTube, with books, with everything being so exposed, you hear so many people starting their own YouTube channels, their own, it's very often. you know, whatever, whatever, all these, Super often. yeah, all, all these things that are going on. And even us right now starting off uh, a, podcast. a YouTube podcast, yeah. right? It's so easy, but I want to get into the different levels of what, if anybody out there that wants to run a business and wants to to be their own entrepreneur and run a big corporation or a small business or whatever it is, I want to be able to teach you some things and I want to talk about the first 10 minutes about this. And and basically for anybody listening out there, how it works is you're either employed, okay? Um, employed meaning you're employed by a company. You're, or someone you, else. You work, you're, you're, you're working, and this is the majority of people. This is over 70% of people. You work for someone. You get a paycheck every two weeks, every week, weekly pay, whatever. Taxes come out of, come out of your paycheck. You, you go home. You have a family, whatever it is. You're, you're employed, okay? Then you have what's called self-employed. Self-employed basically means you are employed by yourself. By yourself, you make so your own money. You're your own boss. However, you're you are the 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 whole employer. business. Correct. You're the, you're whole, the business. whole business. So it's it's technically not a business. And this is where a lot of people make a mistake. They think that being self-employed is a business. And I want to help those people because I was there for a long time. Yeah. So in that, I would say, like, I hear a lot of people talk about like, oh, you should go start your own business and. If you're looking at it from a general sense, as soon as you open up an LLC, you're a business, quote unquote, yeah. but you're still self-employed. So that doesn't necessarily... So I always felt like really uncomfortable when I would... I would never really tell anybody that I was... I owned a business. I was just a personal trainer and so I employed myself. This. Yeah, well, I, I it, it was just like a sense of like... I was just uncomfortable saying like, oh, I own a business because I never felt like I owned a business. I don't employ anybody else but myself. Um, okay. I pay for my own things and shit like that. It's not like I'm worrying about paying someone else. I'm not worried about someone else's W-2. I'm worried about my 1099. You know what I mean? It's yeah. shit like that. So um, I, 
just don't say weird things like, oh, I own my own business when you're the only one in that business. You yeah. are the whole business. And I did, and I was an idiot because I did that. And I learned, I mean, I learned my you, lesson. You learn, you know. But go ahead. You so saying. what made, but what, let me ask you this then. You, because you're in that category, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're self-employed. Yep. Um, you're not an, you're not in, you're not in the employed category. You're in the next category as a self-employed independent yeah. contractor. What, what made you know that you're in that category? And where, where are your, like, where are you, you specifically at with, with all of that, your knowledge on that? So I need you to elaborate a little bit more before I go into that. Cause I, I need to understand what your full question is. My full question is you are you are already self-aware that you're self-employed. Yes. How what made you self-aware? It was I don't know. I think it was more so like for example when it comes to uh we spoke about it earlier this week Rich Dad Poor Dad and he has the quadrant set up. I think it's like employed, self-employed and then there's something else and then there's investor. It Investor's goes it like, goes employed, self-employed, business owner, business owner, investor. So yeah, E S B I, right? That is correct. E S B I. But in that sense, I started noticing that, uh, for one, being around you more, I was like, okay, well, business, he owns a business and he employs people. After that, you kind of look at, uh, you just draw comparisons. Um, you employ people? I don't. I think it's, after that point, it's because <laughs> it's very general. I feel like it's so simple when you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Like, it always sounds cool. To say I own a business, yes. am I wrong? No, you're right. Yeah, and, you, you and know that's what, a, that's the that's that's my generation now. You know what I mean? So hey, I own a business. Correct. Yeah, and I'm so glad we have a 24 a 24 year old versus a 37 year old person, because I want those of you young people out there who are aspiring YouTubers, gamers, owning Whatever, your own business. Yeah. You want to own a gym. You want to own a, a cheesecake factory. You want to be a baker. You want to be whatever it is that's phenomenal. But let me tell you, let me give you the best advice that I've learned. And a lot of my help and knowledge have come from my wife because she pushed me to where I'm at. Let me tell you all something right now. There are basically four categories, like Peter said. You're employed, you're self-employed slash independent contractor. You own, you're a business owner, and then you're an investor. There's something called... uh, Income, and then you have what's called passive income. Okay, passive income basically means that what you own makes you money usually without any work during that time. For example, and it's usually the work that you've already put in over yes, a period so, of time, and so then it just it's self sufficient. You got it. So, as a personal trainer, I'm self employed when I'm training my clients here. Mm-hmm. As the owner of Cortez Fitness Fit Kids for Fun, with my summer camps, my after school programs, yes, I employ people. Mm-hmm. I I employ even independent contractors, self employed yes. people. Okay, and what that means is basically means I that business when it runs itself. It's making me passive income because I've built that. Mm-hmm. I was I started off as a self-employed and I worked my ass off to get to where I need to become a business owner, right? Because everybody has to start that way. You have to start off usually as a self-employed person, most people, mm-hmm. and then you become a business owner because you you worked your ass off to a point where you needed to start employing people. Mm-hmm. And the best advice I can give people who are self-employed, who are independent contractors is the minute you start treating it like a business, 
And what I mean by that is the minute you start paying yourself taxes, the minute you have to start employing people, that is when you now be, own a business and you become a business owner. That's like the full transition, you'd say? Completely 100% correct. 100% correct. Because taxes makes like taxes is a huge, 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 huge deal. When you're a business owner then and you start making money, you start making your passive income, you start learning a lot about what rich people do. And you hear, you know, I, I might get a little heat about this, but and I really don't care. But there's not one poor person out there. They might complain about the rich people, but there's not one there's not one poor person that's dirt broke out there right now that one swaps swap places with a rich person. That's, not one. I mean, I, I don't think anyone's going to really come at you for that, for sure. But I mean, like, realistically, I would say um, it, it's crazy that people will complain about not having money, but then do minimal to gain more money. I, I, that just blows my mind. The thing is, Peter, it takes a lot of work, but it also doesn't. And I think I nowadays, I nowadays, it is easy just to sit here and just start talking and make Far a podcast. Easier. Far easier. Right? Yeah. We just said, hey, we need him. We, you know, we're coming I mean, in. Podcasts only started blowing up. Like, we're going to start doing this. We just basically, we, we, not, not months, like a couple of years ago. We basically said, hey, up. listen, he's like, hey, I have a guy who knows how to do this. We just sat here Kevin and Muhammad. we started. All, we'd had Kevin to, Muhammad. all we had to do was start doing it. Basically. Okay. Yeah. That's 95% of the work. Yeah. Just start fucking doing it. I it's agree. not hard. Yeah. The problem is, I know there might be one. I, I don't know. The last video I saw, there were 13 people that saw it, right? That's hey, thirteen is better and than zero. I know, I I know, <laughs> I know that there's not a lot of people that are gonna watch this in the beginning, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, like so far, that was only on your your YouTube. That was though. on mine. It yeah, wasn't yeah. on yours. I haven't even created a full channel yet. Kevin hasn't even done his thing yet. My whole point behind this is nowadays, all you have to do is start doing something, do. and yeah. it, it can take a hashtag. It could take a uh, one 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 person to start sharing something. Back yep. in the day, if you worked hard. You'd have to wait. Word you would hear it. Like, you would hear, hey, that guy over there, you know, shit, that guy's the man. Yeah. But now you're judged based off of the subscriptions. You're judged based off of followers. And Who's it is watching? what it is. You just have to just, you listen, just, just with Dan Pena, who, whoever doesn't know who that is, just look him up. Fucking hilarious. Just, just F and do it is what it is. His best advice for all you people. He's worth $50 billion, by the way. Just F and do it. So business owners, and then you're an investor. An investor basically means you're investing in something, you're believing in something that's going to make you, again, passive income. And you want passive income. You want to be in the passive income category because that's where you know you've built something to be able to make you passive income. I think the best way that you can describe like the four quadrants, if you guys are setting it all up, it would be the two upper, bo two upper boxes um, would be employed and self-employed. Correct. And you want to get into the bottom two. Where the bottom two is essentially the way that I would look at the whole thing is um, someone pays you, you pay yourself, work hard so you can pay people and then have the business pay yourself, and then you pay other people to end up paying you back with um, whatever you invest in. What a lot of people don't know, though, is you have what's called self-starter, self self-made. You hear the word self-made a lot. Yes. And self-made to me may mean self-made to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you got to talk about that debate, bro. The, the that, that's a, that's another a that's ago. another discussion um, yeah, that, we that, that we'll have. We might not have time for that. <laughs> but I want you folks to know what self-made to me means. Self-made means you have nobody but yourself to rely on. 
You have no cash. You have nothing. You have to start from scratch. You have no connections. You have to make Mm -hmm. the connections yourself. I'm talking zero connections. Zero people know who you are. You're not famous already. You don't know the best photographer or the best videographer. You don't know nothing. You just, all you know is you have a dream. That's it. That is all you have. And let me tell you folks something. That's all you need to start. Okay? That is all you need to start. My, my point behind that is that is what self-made is. Self-made is when you have to figure out what taxes are. You have to figure out how to pay your taxes yourself. You have to figure out how you're going to come up with a certain amount of money. You have to figure out, is this right for me when you're, when you're, you're at the rock bottom? So this, this brings me up to like what, it, what people may or may not know about running a business as a business owner. Because I am in the business owner category. Um, I want to consider myself an investor yet, other than a little bit of money I have in stocks, and I do own an Airbnb, so that is kind of like an investor in, in a way. Uh, but that's, that's using, but that's using my own assets. I was gonna say Airbnb is like more of a uh, passive. It's it is passive. it's in yeah, the yeah. passive income category now. Taxes, for those of you that don't know, just because I'm, I'm a business owner, I I my own my business Cortez Fitness pays myself a salary, and then in return I pay taxes back. So. I have to send those taxes in. And a lot of people don't know that. It's actually 30, about 35 to 38% of taxes. So if you guys what people don't know, don't that's know, a lot of fucking money. Not just that, but Peter, let's just say you're an employer of mine. Mm-hmm. When you get your paycheck and they see federal, social security, unemployment tax or whatever it is, that income that you see as taxes removed, that money is actually half of the portion that you've paid. The other half, you might as well double those numbers. The other half is actually coming from the from, employer. From you, yeah. And people don't know that. Yeah, I remember we spoke about that. Yeah. So if someone that's making fifteen dollars an hour, when you first told me that, I I had no clue. Yeah. So no clue so you that. make fifty. If I say, all right, Peter, you're hired, or I don't know, John is hired for fifteen bucks an hour. I'm actually technically paying him seventeen dollars an hour, but people do not know that. Yeah. So something you may not know about owning a business, that's one of them that your employer pays the other half of your taxes. The other one is, same with insurance. Your employer pays the other half of your insurance. So whatever you're paying for insurance on your check that comes out, your employer is matching that. Okay? They are matching that. Also a lot of fucking money. And that's a lot of, that is another a lot of money. Number three, shit it takes for you to actually run and own a business. I'll be really brief with this. Number one, you can't be... Not you have to be able to be open minded. That's number one, a hundred percent. You have to understand not everybody's brain, passion, work ethic is like yours. Number two, you're gonna mess up and you're gonna hire the wrong people. You're gonna make a mistake on a deal and lose a lot of money. You're gonna question yourself, you're gonna get depressed. Sometimes your spouse may not believe in you, and it happened to me. I mean, she believes in me now. We're, we're, we're doing phenomenal. She's, she's given me the strength that I've needed to, to be where I'm at as a business owner. But it took a lot of shit. Let me tell you that right now. Um, there's going to be parents I don't understand. There's going to be friends I don't understand that are around you. Uh, and number three is sometimes you know, but you also don't know where you're going. Yeah, Let me, it's kind of a step by step. You, you just you steps just, in the dark. You, you kind only of. have your dream in your head, and you just don't. But you don't see all the steps it's going to take sometimes. 
Only way you find out is you just and keep you going. Just, and you just got to go. And sometimes what people need is they need certainty, but it's actually the uncertainty is what you need to have the faith in to be able to get to where you need I to go. Yeah, because, I, I mean, you were, at this point, I've been training now for four years, and you were training for about, what, how many years were you training before you started Fit Kids? Um, I was training, I started training back in 2004. So from 2004 all the way through 2014. So 10 years. 10 years of training before starting Fit Kids. Before I started my own, correct. That is fucking. And crazy. even when I started Fit Kids for fun, I was self-employed. I was running the yeah, schools by for myself for ten years, essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of time. Um. Anyways, uh, we'll we'll probably touch base on that another day about running a business, what that's like, and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's a. Uh, that's another thing. So, being that you've been around me, Peter, my question for you is: What have you learned in owning a gym now? Because you're owning a gym. It's not making you passive income yet. Mm-hmm. But what have you learned being around someone that does own a business since you're in the next, you're in the category right before? Because mm-hmm. I know we're, we're going to be doing business together soon and you will be a business owner and making a lot of passive income. But being around me, what's the number, number one thing or, or one or two things that you've learned the most that you can tell young people that are your age that you might have not known having someone like me, like a mentor around, what do you, what can you now tell them that you've learned that's important that they should be able to hear? Okay, so one of the first things that um, – the well, I would say the first time I met Christian, um, first time I spoke to you, I would say, as opposed to like the first time I met him because I, I met him – we met him – we met somewhere else. Um, but uh, I was in the back and I was reading a book. And, um, so it, first thing, first thing I would say, um, reading, because I think Christian told me, I think, uh, a, a, a business owner or a millionaire reads about like what, five books a month or something like that. They read 60 books a year. That is, f- <laughs> bro, come on. <laughs> like, so keeping that in mind, right. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting in the back and I'm reading a book and he's like, Oh, what book is that? I was like, Oh, it's, you know, it's this book, uh, the power of the subconscious mind. And he's like, Oh, that's a good book. That's, that sounds good. And I was like, yeah. I was like, what are you reading right now? He's like, oh, I'm reading four. I was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck did you say? That's, I was like, you can't be serious right now. And needless to say, I'll, I'll be brief with this. Needless to say, um, I ended up picking up four books <laughs> immediately after that. Um, I finished about two of those four. Who the hell is calling me? I don't even know who that is. I finished about Put two. Put them on the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's on FaceTime. I finished on uh like two of them and um I didn't I didn't finish the other two. So reading, learning as much as you can as often as you can and, and being fluid in your reading. Uh not uh, in your learning, not necessarily reading. Um number two, I would say is one thing that I have noticed about Christian is like no matter what's going on, he's very true to like he treats everyone the same. So I, I would say that that's something I'd want to throw in there too. But I, I need to go back to the main question again. So you said that was number. What was the main question again? I want to be able to. Okay, that so problem. you're you're a a gym owner with me, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm a business owner. You yes. see that I have an Airbnb, and you're 24 years old, mm-hmm. and Peter spends the most time besides my wife peter's the next in line that spends the most time with me so being a 24 year old young self-employed hungry Mm -hmm. guy okay and already being around a 37 year old business owner owning a gym yeah 
what type of impact would you say, like, how important is it to have someone around that you're able to see and learn? Okay. Okay. So like, what, what, like, what are the things that you have learned? What are the things that you think you have learned that all 24 year olds that are aspiring to own a business, be an investor, Mm -hmm. what do you think that they, what have you learned that you think that you should be able to tell them and pass that information? So another thing that I would recommend is like, if there's anything that I've seen Christian do, he'll talk about it briefly, but then he just does it. So that's another thing that I've seen a lot of. And that in itself, it helps out a lot to see that because initially you you kind of get a paralysis that's by a analysis. You get paralysis by analysis. So you start looking at like, oh, what should I do? Why should I do this? What if this fails? You know what I'm saying? Instead of just going balls deep and just fucking going into it. Because when you end up doing that, uh, you you kind of end up staying afloat for a little bit. But then like the bottom drops from underneath you and you kind of got to figure it out. You know what I mean? And you kind of showed me that just like, okay, shit's going to get fucked up anyway. You might as well just keep going. So you just keep going. So being essentially not necessarily uh, being too caught up in what's going on and just maintaining the work day in, day out. That's another thing that I picked up on. So a lot of reading, being fluid in your learning, um, and just keep going for the most part. I think those are the main two things overall. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And another thing about like people my age, um, it's, it's, People talk about it a lot, and I've never, I've never liked that. And I've, let me tell you something, vice versa. What I've learned about Peter since he he told me about me is, and I've told Peter this. Peter is very open minded. He always sees both sides, and he's also willing to learn. And he's not afraid to to get in there and get dirty. You, those young people. You got to be able to be able to get dirty and you got to be able to not be afraid. And those are those are two things Peter has right now. There's too many Twitter fingers. Too many people talking about what they want to do. I can't stand that, bro. It's the worst thing in the world. And that's something that I've I've learned at a young age for you to already have that. That's very that's very, very, very good. I think that's phenomenal to have already as you're you're willing like, okay, well, you know, or he he reads four books. I'm reading five, even if I can only read two. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't do four. I'm not even gonna lie. I would pick I mean, one up, and I'm like, all right. Those cool. of you know, this is true. Like, I really do do this. My wife can't even. If I, I can probably call her up right now, and I can ask her that question. She'll probably say six at one time. <laughs> but it's the truth. You walked in here. I think it was yesterday when we were talking about it when I was training Cheryl, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm reading like six or seven right now." I was like, "This dude is fucking ballistic." And for those of you, that, <laughs> for those, of you, what am I reading right now? Uh, I did. I uh, a couple of books that I did. I did read uh, the hard things about hard things. Uh, I've read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Atomic Habits. I'm reading Rental Properties, Owning a Rental Property right now. I'm reading a book called Unscripted by MJ DeMarco. He's really good. He's hilarious. I don't know one. I'm also reading um, Own Your Day by Aubrey Marcus, the guy who owns uh, On It, the supplement company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I recommend those books. They're really, really good. Which brings us to the next uh Next subject, what kind of brings to the next subject, while those of you that are staying at home during the coronavirus, uh, Peter, at-home workouts for people, what do you recommend? What do you think is the most efficient with nothing? Let's just say they have no weights. They have nothing at home. I'm sure you get the common question. But as a, as a personal trainer, what are, you, what are you helping these people with? Also, as a trainer yourself outside our gym, 
how would you have kept yourself fit through all this? So excluding um, being in the gym here, uh, I'll answer myself first. So for the most part, I'm going to, uh, I mean, are parks open right now? Kind of, not really. Yeah, they are. So I'll just go from home. So my main thing would probably be, um, and I'll keep it as simple as possible, and I'll probably just do this for uh, around 10 minutes or so. If you have some sort of resistance band, which you can get from either Amazon, Walmart, or anything like that, I would highly recommend buying a few of those uh, light, moderate, and um, heavy resistance. Do what you can with any of those. Um, So I would be doing push-ups, pike push-ups, um, if I can, buy the little thing to put on the door for pull-ups. Um, I'd be doing lunging, and I'd use the hell out of those res- resistance bands. And I'd probably do that for about 10 minutes and do like two to five sets of just as many reps as I can. And how would you stay motivated? That's one thing I hate. I. That's one thing that I've never liked about people in general like people feel always feel that like i should be motivated to do something as opposed to once you commit to something just keep doing it whether or not you feel like doing it i hate that so in that case i would just say but it's the truth those people are like that so i I agree so help that that person okay what are you telling them okay so what do they need what do they need to do themselves to even get to that category to get to get to uh okay so i'll put it like this there is something called a uh, – my friend actually told me about this. It's called an action pivot and a um, and the three-minute rule. So you're going to utilize the action pivot, which you give yourself a timer, whether that be 10 seconds, 5 seconds. This is good. 10. Not, as soon as it hits one, you start doing what you're doing you're for going. three minutes. Off to the races. Just for three fucking minutes. Three minutes of your day is nothing. So you do three minutes – and then after that point, you've initially what ends up happening for most people is they have to get over that initial inertia, quote unquote, of like doing nothing into movement. And once they start moving, that's when they start getting into the, the role of it. And then they're like, you know what? I, OK, I'm just going to keep going because what happens when you pick up a book and read for three minutes? You're going to end up just keep going, right? You start going when you exactly. know what's going on. Yeah, you just want to know what's going on. So if not that, um, guess what? After the three minutes, try again tomorrow. You did. If you didn't follow through after the three minutes, you really don't want to do it that much. Fine, go through it tomorrow. As for the people who want to uh, work out at home, like I said, you can go to a Walmart and you can buy um, a five-pound dumbbell. What if they're broke? What if they have nothing? If you have not nothing, one pot to piss, not even a penny in the bank account. Not even a penny in the bank account. They're push in the ups, negatives. Push-ups, sit-ups, planks, lunges, um, dips. Dips, dips would be good. Mountain climbers, mountain climbers. Burpees. You could, you can do a lot. You can do a lot at home, and there's so much. Um, because the main thing when it comes to this time right now, where people aren't able to uh, work out and, and things like that, what people don't understand is you have so much like information out there where you could simply Google a home workout. It does not take much. Just YouTube it. And the main thing that people tend to be missing in this given time is movement. So realistically, um, let's say for someone who likes... Uh, I, got a, I got not to interrupt you, but I have no, one question. Yeah. I do have a question for you. With all the resources someone has now, mm-hmm. and I, it, they might not understand this, 
But there was no resources back in the day other than the Tybo you guy. Gotta go, yeah, you got to go read. Yeah, Jenny Craig or whoever, all school, these, yeah. you know, 1-800, whatever the heck, whatever, whoever, whatever the heck it was back in the day, right? All these people. Mm-hmm. You had to actually physically go to Blockbuster or go, go, or go rent a tape and put it in. Yep. Right? And then, and then you had to do it. Yep. Now it takes five seconds to pull up a video. A YouTube video. From any trainer. It could be a wannabe Anybody. trainer or a real Instagram. trainer. Yep. It could be insanity. It could be whatever, whatever. I mean, you can find anything right now, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it then that there are still people and in this era more I haven't even obese, heard your full question, but I already I can already More obese answer. now with more resources than in any other decade without an excuse for, for owning a business, for being, for being over obese. Why are there more kids and more adults obese now? With a non-excuse, with YouTube videos like that fast you have at your phone, why go? First thing that I would think of is I won't even get into how America processes food for money. I won't even get into that because that's the quality went down and that has a lot to do with it. But I would also say that people here in America want a everything fast as fast as they can possibly get it and once it takes someone to actually go out and do the specific work for themselves it becomes like a oh i can't do that or uh oh i don't want to you know that's going to take too much time and then they're going to try to find some get rich or i mean some get some get some results fast uh can i buy a pill for this shit can i do xyz for this that so and that encompasses laziness so people want something fast, but they aren't willing to do work for something fast. I've had people come up to me and be like, hey, I want to start training with you. I'm like, all right, cool. What's your goal? I want to lose 50 pounds in two months. Okay, that sounds like you're dying. I don't think that we should do that. But where, but again, but where are they getting that from? What do you mean? Why do they, why do they, so you feel that people... People so, want things fast. So because there are more businesses, mm-hmm. trainers, more resources for you to get fit, you feel it's done the opposite. It opposite. has done the absolute opposite effect. I have older clientele, 30 plus, yeah. who are far more committed. And, he, and I've had, uh, don't worry, I've, I've run into basically all of them. So This is I've a run, good one because you're right. I've run into older you're clientele right. who are far more committed to doing a specific thing. And then as soon as it drops below that 30 line is where people become shaky. You start, Did you notice that? That's where people start becoming right. shaky. A hundred percent. That's where they're like, oh, well, I want this. I want this now. I want, no, I can't. A hundred percent. I can't put on 10 100%. pounds of muscle in, in three weeks. Like we, we can't do that. That's not going to happen. 100,000 percent. Go ahead. I want you go ahead. What do you think it was? You're gonna come on too, bro. I you're think no, right no. There. I I think that you're right. I think that we've made the the world is is lazy. Yes. Instacart, we use it. Me and my wife. Uh, Uber Eats. Though. It's efficient. Um, I had one McDonald's now. I could pull out my phone, order it, and it'll be here in 20 minutes. Yep. Okay. Don't when even I have can, to get when out. I could just drive across the street and get it for, in five minutes. That's the thing. Like you're gonna but because ju- it's inconveniencing me to get up and go into my in car. In a given moment, yeah. Get in traffic. Ah, I'm just you know I'd rather pay the three dollars. Yeah, I'll fee. pay the extra money. I don't have to leave. I'll just uh, I mean the most I'm gonna have to do is so, pause, pause the movie. So then the next question to you then, Peter, is what do you think is the line that people cross 
or it's the average line that people cross when they're like, now I have to start doing the work. Once you realize that you genuinely aren't happy with yourself, and I'll put it into perspective with Jonathan. Jonathan, uh, he tagged me in something yesterday, and uh, he was working at um, a place out here, a, de- a defense contractor, um, but he just he ballooned up. And he was walking around generally, I think, at like 160, 170 maybe. But then as soon as he started doing the day-to-day, going into work, just um, sitting at a desk, drinking soda, uh, eating like crap, eating out every day, that's when he ballooned up. And then he all it usually takes is looking, like genuinely looking at yourself in the mirror. Because I've seen people just like glance at themselves in the mirror and not think twice of it. You know what I mean? And then there's a, after that point, you just have to take action. Don't really worry about like the shit that goes on after the fact. You just have to continue to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like people need to pass that breaking point where they're truly honest with themselves and they're like, you know what? I need to change something in me because I'm obviously not happy with myself. And that's an everlasting thing. That's not you're not ever actually going to be fully happy with yourself. It's something that you have to consistently work on. That's a good. That's a very good, very good answer. I, compl- I, I I know. I agree. I think that it it sickens me to be honest with you that no, you need to talk about your transformation, bro. You need to talk about that. But you're talking about twenty years ago. I, that, that I mean, that's it's still the same story. It's just a different time frame. I just. I wanted to do better with my life. I, I, I always had it in me. Look, at, I, I always had it in me that I always wanted to do better than where I was at at the current time. Always, even right now at thirty-seven, I picture myself at forty-seven sometimes, owning a beach house, owning a cabin, growing my fit kids for fun program all over the U.S. to help kids. Mm. You know, doing the group training with with you know with with, with parents that need help with their kids doing some athletic training with kids in high schools with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I visualize these things. These things are like like right out that I walk the way, as clear as I see those vans right there is as clear as I see it in my head. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to, well, how do I do that? Yep. And then I'm going to start one day at a time and start doing it. I know it's not going to take I know it's going to piece. I know it's going to take 2 months. Yep. It's just going to take me just doing it. So, my transformation came from one I already had it in my mind that I wanted to do better. Mm-hmm. When your wants become a need, I need to do better. I want to do better. Okay, that's it. I'm going to do better. Yeah. And then just do it when I'm going to do better and you just go do it. That's it. And it all it takes is momentum mm-hmm. to change your life. It takes momentum. And it, and the minute you stop your momentum is the minute you 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 have to start all over again. Totally agree. And that's what people give up. Yeah. Especially when you hit that that middle that middle of the road, and I've been there. I've been there um, a few times, it, it, depending on like what I what I'm like not necessarily going through, but like what I what I'm focusing on in that given time. Uh, people get caught up. the The beginning is exciting. The beginning is always exciting. The middle of the road where it's almost monotonous, where you're just like doing that no same thing over and over again, and you're just like, oh my god, like I just want to stop here. But then you look back essentially and whatever goal you had in that given time you look back and you're like i came a lot fucking further than i thought i did and then you just and it starts again that's almost like the starting point again and then you just travel into that no man's land quote unquote and then it's it's the same thing over and over again so if you want to help a 
if you go back to help an 18-year-old Peter, 18-year-old mm-hmm. right now, 18, 19, and you had to talk to that Peter, or you have to, even your brother Colin, mm-hmm. okay? Let's think about, think about Colin right now, mm-hmm. right? He sees you doing what you're doing, but his mindset's going to be a little bit different. And you had to go back and speak to these high school kids. Even, even to, and they're, they're, it's just six years away from you. That's, that's it. That's not that's that far. Crazy. But it's a lot. Because mm-hmm. for me, being 31 to 37, that's a big difference. Yeah. Generationally, yeah. What advice can you give them to make sure that they get into understanding what we just talked about? Making sure, preventing them from getting lazy, preventing them from getting trapped into that world, getting trapped into the normal what advice are you going to give them? What should they start doing right now to make sure that they're not, they don't become that? And even if you have someone who is 30 or 35 and they're stuck, what advice are you giving that person? And what, when you see, when you say uh, fall into the normal, what do you mean by that? The normal of laziness, the normal of, I'm just going to, uh, uh, the, 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 the victim, the, the, I don't care, the, uh, well, everybody else is doing it. Okay. And then they get so obese or they get so self lazy, lazy that they forget who they are. What advice are you giving that person? Because let me tell you, I can promise you they know it, that mm-hmm. they're already headed Every, into yeah, that category. Yeah. Like, I know right now during this coronavirus thing, like, I know I, pay, I play Apex Legends too much, okay? <laughs> but I have the mindset to shut it off that yeah. fast. Yeah. Like, I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, boom, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, this is my last and game. I, and I, I can do that. Yeah. Like, I know I have the strength and the ability to do that. Yeah. But there's others that don't. And they need that wall. They need that buildup to shut it off. Yeah. So before they even get trapped, what can they do to shut it off right away and make sure that they're headed in the right okay. direction? So the first thing that I would say is identify the problem. Like, what do you, like, what's the main issue for yourself? If you do feel like it's laziness, okay, what are you lazy about doing? Like, what is something um, that is, like, what are, what are you doing day to day? Like, are you just sitting there on your phone or whatever? And then I would ask you, okay, now that you understand that you're lazy, what makes you happy and what do you want to do? So this could even wrap full like full circle and go back into business or, or um, yeah. uh, self-employment. So what else do you want to do? What else makes you happy? And um, for example, Colin actually mentioned to me it was a, a while ago after being in here with me like all summer. He was like, you know what? Like, I, I probably want to like start training. I was like, yeah, I mean, if you want to start training, that's fine. Yeah, that's he was good. like, yeah, he was like, I, I would want to start training. And um, he would kind of like l- leverage that and start going into uh, like physical therapy, which would be phenomenal. You know what I mean? So my first thought would be, okay, well, if you're interested in that, um, go watch some videos on it. That's the first thing, because as soon as you start watching videos, because you on can learn that fast, you you can learn that fast. Um, not only that, it, it it's it's exciting. You're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like once you started telling me about the stocks and stuff, I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No. I was like, and then you pulled cool. it, and now you're sitting, then, now you're and, learning, dude. I I, <laughs> I just look at a stock, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw me money. and him got into a conversation, like, and all of a sudden he's one. talking stocks to me that fast. Bro, I'm like, within yeah, a week, I was like, whoa, this shit is cool. It's kind of it, it's just cool to watch, but um. So that would be the first thing. Are you lazy? If the the answer is yes, okay, what excites you? What do you want to do with your life? What are you ha- like what is fun to you? You know what I mean? And then once you develop like once you understand those things, like okay, well, start small. You want to learn about training, then go watch these videos. Go do this. Um do the things that not only make you happy but keep you productive. So if that's uh Working out for you, all right. Well, work out for 
10, 15 minutes a day. Chances are you're going to go longer than the 10, 15 minutes because you enjoy the shit anyway. You know what I mean? That's so good. there's that. Um, just be as active as you can. Don't sit there and just twiddle your thumbs and, and go on, I don't know, like PlayStation or something like that. Uh, granted, I do that too, but still. Like, I don't spend my whole day doing it. I'm usually yeah. here most of the day. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, I, that would be about it. I'm kind of like rambling at this point. No, no, it's okay. And and for those of you listening, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate yeah, this it. Yeah, far, yeah. We're going to do a quick game to to kind of cheer the mood up. I'm hungry. We're talking movies real fast. Actually, movies and actors. What, what, if, what if there was a draft pick and you had to pick an actor that not only you feel was the greatest actor of all time, but they also have to have... They also have to have like an like a, a, Academy a, a best movie as well. They oh, gotta have damn, like a classic, like high selling movie. You don't have enough time. You're gonna get the first pick. Actually, I'm gonna let you go, or you flip a coin. <sighs> flip a coin, quick. Flip a coin. You gotta pick. The, it's Wait. gotta. No, we're, we're picking. We're picking. We had to do a draft pick. Kevin, should we pick three each or five each? Let's go three. Let's go three. Three each. Yeah, keep okay. It, keep it simple. I'll let you choose heads or tails. Uh, let's go heads. Heads. Okay. Right, cool. Hales, go. I go first? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm going to go with Leonardo DiCaprio. You, you can't go. You can't go wrong with Titanic, one of the, gra- one of the greatest movies of all time. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm picking Leonardo DiCaprio first. I know he's not relevant right now, but... I feel like he has some of the highest grossing selling move. Ah, shit. That's not who I wanted first. I know who late. I want. I know who I want. Go. I want Tom. I'm going to take Tom Hanks in the first round. <laughs> Tom Hanks. That's clutch, bro. That's clutch right there. That's, oh, man. I'm oh. going with Robert Downey Jr. Off. Oh, Avengers. That's a good one. Iron Man. That's Sherlock Holmes. That's okay. who I wanted first. Okay. So there's number, no who's gonna beat that? Number two. That's, that's my your number second. two. Yeah. My number two is going to be Hugh Jackman. Ooh man, I'm in trouble. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, bro. Logan made me cry like three times. I've seen it twice. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that is a really really good one. This is a solid lineup I have right here. Don't don't look. Oh man. To put me on the clock here, 30 seconds, right? 30 seconds. Let me think of this really, 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 really hard right now. Tom Hanks, that was a, that was, you know, I wasn't That's even thinking about him. That That's was a sleeper. sleeper. So you had Tom Hanks and who? Tom Hanks and Hugh Jackman right now. This has got to be like an all time classic. I am torn. I'm torn between Johnny Depp and. He had Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. He said, "Am I up? Time's up." Who are you going with? I forgot the guy's name. Oh my god! Shit! The guy in Raging Bull. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. That's a good one. That is a good one. <sighs> you guys, come on, come on, bro. I got the next one. I should have put him number one, Loki. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Good, no. I'm good. Come on, bro. This is an all-star draft, bro. I'm going with Denzel Washington. Damn it! Fuck! I had that written down! Oh, God! I'm going with Denzel Washington as my third pick. I know I ran out of time. Fuck. 
but that's my third pick. So, so here we go. Here we go. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put this up as a poll, God. and see who. We're gonna put this up as a poll on our our Instagram. I'm not gonna lie, that's stressing me. Out. And see who would win the lineup. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. In my last stress. Put him on the clock. Hold on. Give him a minute because I took I took a while. Okay. To be fair. No females. We're gonna get shit for that. We probably are. Um. <laughs> but you, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm I'm thinking of like, has there ever been? This doesn't there, count as oh, my. Oh, you know what? No, I do know one. Oh. I do know one that what that won an Academy and an Oscar. I would have a, I, but I I think there's only one movie I can remember. Who? But you're still up. I'm gonna okay. wait. Okay, I'm I'm trying to think. Right we now. could pick a female. We'll pick a female. Uh. <sighs> All right, I'm kind of torn right now. I was thinking Christian Bale. He did amazing in American Psycho. All of the Batman movies, the prestige, the prestige. Um, So what we what we'll do is we'll yeah we'll we'll just we'll just we'll just Tom Hanks is a big one. Tom Hanks is Forrest Gump. Forrest Philadelphia. Oh my God! Yeah, that's a big one. Morgan Freeman. Oh shit! Let's go. Oh, on the money. Morgan. On the money. M- Morgan. I have to. Morgan Freeman. That's God, bro. That is God. <laughs> Did you know there's a documentary about him? Like, well, not a documentary, but like there's like this little mini documentary on YouTube um, called like Finding God or something like that. And he's interviewing like priests I'm and having, things like I'm that. I'm really having a hard I have to we have Morgan. to pick a female, right? We'll go in with one. Yeah, yeah. I'm really having a hard time because I'm thinking about there's only one person that sticks out that I know she won an Oscar for this. But I know Angelina Jolie's been in a lot of movies. I was thinking about that. But has she won a solo? I don't I don't know. And I do know Jennifer Gardner won Million Dollar Baby. Did she really? Yes, she had to have for that one. Okay. I got I got mine. I think she did. I, I have mine. that movie. <laughs> I got mine. You ready? You now, hold on. I'm thinking I gotta think back in the days here. I mean, it doesn't have to be a female. Can we can we go male? Nah, bro. Female. Already got mine. Don't look. Don't who are you look. who are you picking? I'm going with Meryl Streep. Oh shit. Dude, my lineup is star studded, bro. Star studded lineup. <sighs> Shit, I'm screwed. <laughs> Star-studded lineup, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm done for that one. Natalie Portman. Was it Jennifer Gardner who played in Million Dollar Baby? Yeah. yeah. Natalie Portman, who's that? From Black Swan. I've never seen that movie. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> um... We gotta pick one female. Yep. Who's a girl from the notebook? Oh, I forgot her name. What's her name? Look it up. I forgot her name. Dang, I could have She's cho- in a lot of good movies. I st- I could have chose Steve Carell. Steve Carell's a phenomenal actor. He's a lot of range, too. Have you seen him in uh, I feel like we're Fox gonna Tron? see this and we're gonna be like, how how do we forget this? Yeah, I know. That yeah, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, she had to have won one for that, but for that movie, I'm not sure. I'm thinking about movies that are like 
That's a classic movie. That's a classic I, I movie. The, I love the Notebook. Was she in another really classic movie like that? She was in a few. She was in a few. I feel like there was. She a, was oh, in a, Sherlock she was, Holmes. She's in Sherlock Holmes. Right? Not only that, she was in um. What's that show called? What was that movie? Um, Mean Girls. She was in Mean Girls. Mean Girls was a great movie. I it really was like it was hilarious. Was she in Game Night? Night? That's right. Yeah, that's right. She's so she's good. I might go with her. Okay. Rachel McAdams. I'm just I feel like I'm missing an old time person that my wife watches these who's like rom coms. I can see this this older uh lady. With glasses. She's in a lot of movies too, yes. In the she Meryl wears... Streep type of range. Um she wears glasses? I don't know her name, yes. I don't know her name. Yes. Don't even look her up because I don't. Even, I can't um, even name a movie. Is it? Um, She's with. There's a movie with her and Alec Baldwin. Was it? Is, it's a rom com. I don't know what's a rom com. Romantic comedy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there has yeah? to be a okay. rom com. Baldwin. You know, my mom named Alec my oldest brother after Alec Baldwin. All right, I'm I'm torn between. Fun fact. I'm I'm torn between Jennifer Gardner and um, Rachel McAdams. I'm gonna have to go with Rachel McAdams because she's been in too many classic movies: Notebook, Sherlock Holmes. No, yeah, it, it's the movie. It's complicated. And Meryl Meryl Streep is in it. Let me see Meryl Streep. I think that's her. I actually think that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, he's trying to. We're going. I'm gonna you're go. With, I'm gonna go with the the girl. You're trying to undercut my. I'm going, I'm going with Rachel. You're trying McAdams. to undercut me, huh? Right here. That's her. Yeah. Damn it. That's her. <laughs> you took the Denzel. That's her. I had to come back. I had to come back with that. Yeah, that's a W, bro. That's, that's Rachel McAdams. I'm going with Rachel McAdams. You're going to definitely win the f- the female category. Come on, bro. Do you feel it's right? I was, I to, was thinking. We had to pick a female, right? I was thinking Scarlett Johansson originally. I thought that's who you were going to pick. Yeah. No. But she, she's like two. She was a supporting in uh, in the Avengers movies. She had but that she's one, actually one a really solid actress. All right, Meryl. Oh, I almost. I should have. Uh, what's her name? She plays Harley Quinn. Forgot her name. Yeah, but you do know Meryl Streep's been in too many classics. Too you, many. you, you got too that many. one. So here we go. I have so Christian Ortiz has Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert Downey Jr., Denzel Washington, and as a female, we have Rachel. I have Rachel McAdams. Peter got Tom Hanks, Hugh Jackman, Morgan Freeman, and Meryl Streep. You definitely won in old school actors. Tom Hanks, Morgan Freeman, Margot Robbie. That's they've been they've been around since 1910. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, come on, Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan the, Freeman was born uh, at 50 years old. That man is old. <laughs> That's, who's the <laughs> oldest on the group? Has to be Morgan Freeman. Probably Morgan Freeman. I mean, I just who's like, the youngest? It'd have to be the uh, Rachel McAdams. Probably, yeah. I would say Rachel McAdams would be the youngest. How old's Robert Downey Jr.? He's probably like mid forties, maybe late forties, maybe. No, he's got to be fifties, man. Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. He's such a Robert Downey Jr. is such a great guy. So who do you think, so cool. Kevin? Looking at the lineup, be real, bro. But Be real. Going, going based off of classic movies, so we're gonna have to do a research to see who who's been who's had the most classic movies of of like 
who's been in the most of like my actors versus yours. Yeah. And will you count every X Men for Hugh Jackman? You have to. You have to. Every X Men that he was in. And, so mean, so and that, Logan. So that means I get all of Iron Man. Yes. Sherlock Holmes. And the Avengers. And Avengers. Yes. I mean, Denzel Washington's been in a lot. He has. Castaway, though. Castaway. Why won't we put. We should do Morgan, movie versus movie for Morgan each actor. Freeman. Oh, that would be good. All right, that so let's. How about this? Yo, how, much so, time, how much time we got? How much time we got? <laughs> we're, going, we're going crazy right now, what? Peter. Okay. Um, we got to close it. We got to close it, Peter. Damn. All right. We'll save it for next time, All right, I guess. So, so if we had to vote, if you had to pick who of the, of the, of the four, the most, what, out of all eight actors, who, who, who was involved in the most classic, high-grossing, Oscar-award-winning movie of all of them? Okay, hold on. Hold it on. has to be Robert really? Downey Jr. with Avengers. It has to be. Of course, yeah, but let's do this really so quick. So I would win that, right? So Yes or no, 100%. Yes. I would hold, win. Okay, hold on. <laughs> something really quick that we can do, um, we pick a movie for each of our people five seconds. So you have five seconds to choose a movie for each of these people. Okay. You going to do it for us? Five-second timer? So he chooses a movie, I choose a movie, and we go kind of like head-to-head. Christian goes first. For your first person. Leonardo DiCaprio, Titanic. Okay. My turn? Forrest Gump. Avengers Endgame. Shit. Okay. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Logan. Hugh Jackman? Yep. Training Day, Denzel Shit! Washington. Shit! <laughs> God damn it! Okay. <laughs> um, Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, shit. That's a war right there. I got to go with Notebook, Rachel McAdams. This is a classic, and this is for the women. The Devil Wears Prada. The what? The Devil Wears Prada. What's that? You're flex. I don't even know what the hell that movie was. All women have seen it. Devil Wears Prada. It's with um, what's her name? That other actress. Yeah, you know her. F- I know her face too. So who won? We'd have to. Kevin. That, that would have to be like. Yeah. <laughs> but if you had to choose, but if you truly had to deeply choose, I don't know. It is close. End, it's end, it's, end, it's, game, it's, end it, game is heavy. Yeah. That is that that holds a lot of weight, bro. Titanic and bro. Training Day. Training Day was what fucked me up. I'm not bro, gonna lie. Are you Titanic? Titanic. I know, but like I'm talking. Did you about- know Titanic was the first movie ever where people had to do an? I went to the movies to watch that. Yeah. It was an intermit. You had a. There was a break. You actually left. You actually. Left, he's laughing. How long? You actually. It's a three hour and thirty minute movie. Amazing though. You had to leave the. Th- there was actually a fifteen minute break before uh, part two came on. That's hilarious. I wasn't worried about that. I sat there the whole time. I ain't move. But let me tell you, dude, for I love Forrest Gump. It's an amazing movie, bro. It's it's an amazing movie. I I like movies that have every emotional I agree. I like, agree. I think you, you gotta cry. Laugh. You have to laugh. Be mad. You gotta get mad and you gotta be like you have to have that. Oh, Jenny Jenny shit played movement. Jenny played him. She <laughs> She didn't fucking deserve Forrest, bro. This was good. She didn't deserve this Forrest was, at this all. Was, this was, how, did you like this, She Kevin? didn't fucking deserve him. 
That man, he was too good of a dude to deserve her. Too good of a oh, dude, bro. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're, you're gonna, gonna get. get. Anyways, yeah, folks, thank real, you so man. much for watching. Uh, I hope you had fun there with the end. Don't forget, uh, employed, uh, self-employed slash independent contractor, business owner, investor, what it takes to uh, be a business owner. I, I helped you guys out with that. Peter had some great at-home workout advice. Peter had some great advice for the younger generation on this podcast. Stay fit. Keep Please moving. Please listen to him. Trust me. Um. Life lessons that he learned from me already, and then obviously we had our our draft of actors and and movies and movies. Movie we're war. gonna we're gonna we're gonna type it up. We're gonna let you guys vote on this. We're gonna actually put it up. I'll have Catherine, my marketing director, put it up on my social media. We'll ask friends. Yeah. We should. What we'll do is we'll put the actor attached with the movie and see what. If you had to sit, that's what. That's a good one. If you had to sit down, you're stranded on an island. And these are the four movies you had to pick. Shit. Would you rather watch Titanic, Avengers Endgame, Training Day, and The Notebook? Fucking Training Day. Man. Or Damn. Forrest Gump, Logan. What was Morgan Freeman's? Shawshank Redemption. Gosh, man. Shawshank Redemption. Dude, I don't know. I think Shawshank got Training Day for me. I don't know, bro. I'm not sure. Dude crawled in a pile of shit to From, get out a mile. I think it was. I think it was like. Uh, I think it was five football fields, four football fields. That is unbelievable. That was a good movie. It was really good. You think Training Day was better than that? I love Training Day, bro. I love That's Training Day. Because you were Day. younger, it came out the year I gra- was graduated, 2001. Oh, that's phenomenal. Uh, and then for the for the ladies, we had uh, Notebook. Come on. That's the best uh, romantic movie of all time. It I, has I would to agree. Be. I would agree. I love that movie. So I, I mean, you know. Meryl Streep in the movie you named, which I never the watched. The Devil Wears Prada. The yeah. Devil Wears Prada. Women love that movie. I'm gonna have to ask Alex if she's seen that. Movie. She's probably seen it. She's gonna be like, like, you haven't seen it. I guarantee you. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching. I'm Christian Ortiz. My name is Peter Pirin. Watch us next time, next week, same time. Peace. <laughs>